2: On Saturday, and first of all, um, none of this is Cam Little's fault. I mean, I guess it kind of a, a little, but he does not deserve all of the blame for what happened. Oh no! On Saturday, no no. no, 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 he doesn't deserve all the blame. But you know, when you do get out there, you, you, we, we, would like you to make it. We know you tried, but uh, and that's it's okay. Um, boy, I don't know. This this game after the. Um, let me go through the sequence that, from that moment forward, the energy coming out of the TV was just weird to me. In the first quarter, they're beating their ass, all right? They're just whatever they want to do, okay? 14 it's, nothing it's, it's, it's awesome, okay? So the sequence goes, those two Hornsby plays, right? And then a 32-yard punt. And by the way, this punter is not great. He's averaging 37. Anything below 40 in college isn't that good. All right. So then he's got a, he uncorks a 32 yarder. That's bad. Then the first play of that AM series is one, is uh, I think where A Chain went 60. Yeah. That sequence right there had psychological ramifications until about the six minute mark in the fourth quarter. I mean, they just, something happened there. Just the, the those combinations of things were just weird. And then everybody started like pressing. And KJ, trying to leap in the end zone from the four-yard line, which no human can do. <laughs> There's not a human walking that could that could go over three guys 12 feet. It's not happening. Everybody just started. It, it was it was just the vibes were bad after that. And they kind of got them back there in the fourth quarter, and they got it back together, and they went down there, and they had a chance to win, and then, of course, the thing hit the, <laughs> hit the top of the goalpost. But, like, when that sequence with um, Hornsby and then the bad punt, and then when, when that went down, Zach, the, the the vibes were totally, like the, the energy wasn't as good for Arkansas in that point forward, in my sitting, opinion. I was
1: sitting there and I watched it and I got two texts almost instantly after the series. I mean, it was during the commercial in between. One was from Dudley Dawson that said the that just killed everything. Uh, The second was was, from a guy who had a play sheet, and he calls plays for a living, and he said, you know, sometimes it sounds great in practice, it works in practice, it seems like a good idea in practice, and then when you get out there, you know, you're just putting a guy out there to put a guy out there, and that seems to be the plan for Hornsby right now, is he's just out there with no, he's going to touch the ball, he's going to be involved in it somehow, he's not running simple routes, I mean, alarm bell should be going off to any defense every time Hornsby steps on the field. Point of parliamentary
2: procedure. You know, Sam hasn't done this forever, so he hasn't fallen in this trap very often. He did allude to this following the game. But here's a message for everybody out there. It worked in practice is a really terrible answer to a question about a play that didn't work during the game. Because you know what you can do in practice? You can rep it. Fifteen, twenty times. You know what you can do in a game? Once. It's pass fail. So it's not a great answer. Well, it worked in practice. And they didn't really like go all in on it, worked in practice on that stuff, but he did throw in a casual
1: it worked in practice reference when but he was there, when he was asked you're not, about all the you're not but, running that play just just to run it. You're running it because they gave you a certain look, you got the look that you wanted, and you decided to run it. Worked in practice against whatever, you know, whatever look you were looking for. Great, I just putting Hornsby out there to put him out there doesn't make any sense to me. He's not part of your regular I, offense. You're you're wasting him and you're wasting plays. I
2: said this Saturday night. I do not like the way that they're utilizing him right now. I think it is a failure, the way that they're using him right now. The only way to use him that is effective is put him back there in a the wildcat, and let him let him do that. Let him run that. Mm-hmm. Let him maybe throw out of that something. But what they're doing now stinks but it's but, a it's a bad every, it's bad
1: for him time, it's bad for everybody every time he steps on the field your defense should be going okay fours on the field it's going through him somewhere yeah you know that he, it's going to be a double pass it's going to be a reverse it's going to be something there's no other reason he doesn't enter the field to play for any other reason yeah. Than to run whatever specific uh, play they are trying to set up.
2: Yeah, he is a uh, he is one of the worst decoys in college football yeah. right now because he has not had
1: anything successful happen now, in four games when he touches you know, you the ball. You mentioned the KJ thing, and yes, looking back on it, it looked really silly. I understand, but if he if he well if he scores or he comes up at the one yard line doesn't fumble, I mean, it becomes a nondescript play in the you, whole game. If you go up, there's no way you're scoring. If he had gone under maybe okay. no I, I but there's it. no way to go four yards over the top but if he doesn't if he doesn't fumble a football nobody says anything about it it well, it's, it's second it's a, and goal it's second and goal right all right but
2: because but he this is a thing with him he has had issues hanging on to the football this season that is the
1: thing it's it, the the turnovers in the last two weeks have been have been definitely been an issue but even I, you're up 14 to nothing. You're controlling the game, like you said. You're controlling the game. You're controlling the game. You, you know, I heard people on the the internet talking about, oh, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. They ran it 75 percent of the time. They only attempted like 19 passes. Ran it 54 times.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, you the can't balance, run it More than they did. The balance wasn't the uh, problem no. on Saturday night. The problem was the two biggest plays of the game. Arkansas screwed up.
1: That's I, it. That, that's that's I'll what give, happened. I'll give you one other one. This was and one of them was the quarterback's fault. This was, this was a coach's observation. The speed at which A-Chain plays, Nia Smith plays, those guys they hadn't seen before. Those guys have a different gear. That's an NFL gear that they had not seen. Mm-hmm. And you saw, as soon as A-Chain hit the gas, I mean, he was faster than most of the defense. Yes, yes. I thought they were better against the pass. I didn't think A&M had a huge, you know, they didn't have a dynamic passing game. I thought well, they were pretty good. Max Johnson did but, enough moving around to just keep extend plays and keep plays going. And uh, Arkansas shot themselves in the foot so many times, whether it was penalties, drop pass, all of these things sort of got to a point where you're down in the fourth quarter and you're going, okay, this is really bad. I, uh, and
2: on the on the on the long fumble return, you go back and watch this, guys. He didn't get his forward progress stopped. All right, it didn't happen. And second of all, you're never gonna get a call on a play like that where they blow it dead. They're always going to just let it play out. And if it's really screwy, well, replay will sort it out. We're just gonna let it go so this is a defense that ends now well it's forward progress with him no it wasn't no, it wasn't no it wasn't and you weren't gonna get that call anyway so stop asking as soon as the um as soon as the official put the whistle in his mouth he then made the signal with his fist extended out to his right which signals a legal backwards in this way in this case a handoff um so it was you you it was't he was that guy was all over it. In fact, mm-hmm. that guy should get a promotion. They, that they ref was all over the play. They had a good look
1: at it. A weird play. They, they, he was had, all over it. They had a really good look at it. And, and look, with all of the things that we've pointed out here, still you had a chance to win the game. And here's what I'll say about Cam Little. Cam Little has been, he was great last year, 2-4 this year. He really hasn't had a whole lot of a whole lot of opportunities this year. Yes, you expect him to go out and make the kick. I think he expected him to, to make the kick. It just didn't go in. It happens. We'd be ta- the narrative would be totally different if, it, if the final score yeah. of the game was 24-23. Everybody would be saying, well, you gutted one out. This is totally—this is not Cam Little. One one play at the I, end of the game doesn't lose, win or lose a game. There were a bunch of plays in that thing that gave well, AM an opportunity to win the game. How about Stromberg's bad snap? That possibly cost Cam Little five yards. But it still puts you in a situation—that's a very makeable field goal. Now— could have been more makeable. Pat, five yards closer. Pat Forty wrote an article today about how the goalposts at Arlington are higher, and they are. If you're playing that at Razorback Stadium, the thing sails over the goalposts, and boy, you got a real issue because then you're going upstairs. Oh well, yeah, and you're gonna and who knows what they call it? Right. That that's that's legit. I get it. He so this is Jerry Jones's fault. Yes,
2: for putting sure, the sure. game in Jerry world. Right. All right, I, I'll blame him. It shouldn't ever come down to Cam no, Little, Zach. They should have won by 10 points because A&M's not very good. And I don't know how good. I mean, well, Arkansas's man, on, not a hang, great
1: hang, team hang, either. Hang on, hang on, hang on. A&M, is, A&M's a, they're a good team. They're not great. They're not going to win 10 games. They're not terrible. They're a good team. A-chain, Ar- A-Chain is Ar- elite.
2: Arkansas and A&M are the same to me. And Arkansas should have beat those guys by 10. It shouldn't have come down to Cam Little's foot at all. But no. Arkansas did too many. I mean, you can't. Going into the end zone, your quarterback can't fumble the ball, yeah. and it result in six the other way. You know what, it can't AM happen.
1: You know what AM didn't do? Turn it over. Yeah. They, they took right. care of the football. They played responsibly. Yeah, They got the win. The right. ball
2: security is the next thing to bite this team in the butt. They had five fumbles in that game. Can't do it. They lost one, but they, they coughed it up five times. That's a, That's the next thing that's on the horizon. On the positive, they fixed the tackling
1: online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50, that's B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts.
2: You got to look at this thing from a holistic standpoint. And the defense didn't play that bad. I mean, they gave up 16 points no, in a did, league game not. to Jimbo Fisher, who's an offensive genius. And by the way, am I right, folks? He carries way too many papers. He's got like a he's got like a Mead notebook like he's got he's got he's got those cheater glasses that keep going up and down. He's Jim, got a lot going Jimbo's on. Jimbo's
1: got fifth grade science teacher. Vibes. He
2: needs to simplify his life. Oh, you think so? Put all that stuff on one sheet and then be done with it. And put the put the glasses around your neck like one of those mm-hmm. librarian chains because he's carrying glasses and he's got all these papers. I mean, he's a mess. He is a hot mess. That guy. He's okay. got he's got to simplify his life. He's like one of those professors that would have like you know. 70,000 papers strewn about their office, but they know where everything is. But you go in there and you're like, My God, you're a hoarder, man. Look he is he is, he's you know, he's got a lot going on. He does. He does. But um I mean and they then they missed fewer tackles this week. They did. They've been missing about fifteen a game. They missed seven, according to PFF. That's pretty good. I can live with seven. I can't live with fifteen. I can live with seven. <laughs> the big glaring problem with them though is my God, you can't allow them to convert a second and 30. You just can't. That can't occur.
1: It's second and 30, and they got it all in one play, yeah. too. I mean, that stuff happens oh, from time I to time. Happen. It can't happen. It happens from time to time. But oh. the way that their offense is constructed, getting 30 yards on one play is pretty shocking. They are a right. very
2: pedestrian
1: team offensively. Oh,
2: they are I – I don't know why anyone would want to play there except for the bag of money that they give you. Like the, the offensive scheme Arkansas's got a much more fun offensive scheme that they run. I mean, it's fun. There's people moving around, there's excitement. There's Jimbo that is don't work. Jimbo is plodding along very slow. He might as well run the eye. I mean, it's just but what tedious is tedious to watch. What did
1: they do Saturday night?
2: They only well, they, they, they won. Could, yeah. But their defense scored the deciding touchdown more. Did or less. they turn it over? No, they didn't turn okay. it off. They do take care of the football. Arkansas has got some issues
1: they, they don't have great talent offensively. A-Chain's elite. That guy's really yeah. good. And the other guy got hurt. Uh, Aeneas Smith. Yeah, I think he he may be done. So I don't that know sucks. how far A&M's going to go. I don't know how many more games they're going to win. But you know what? Max Johnson did enough. He yeah. did enough to win. And I don't think they're... I think their defense is pretty good. I think they played really well, given the situation that they were in with an offense that well, just can't
2: score. Arkansas's receivers had a difficult time. Uh, getting open against those guys the like that's the first real test that those guys have had and Mm -hmm. we did it was a pretty quiet evening from sanders and hazel or um, landers and hazelwood you know kind of a kind of a kind of a quiet night from those guys you know when you think about i mean they had a couple you had the big plays early on but then guess what happens when you have success early on the other team's gonna figure things out and adjust and that's what happened right yes no so i mean it's I don't know, but it's easy to, you know, this one offensively, like if they don't score 30 points, they failed. Like that's, that's, that's the way college football is. And they did not score 30 points in that game. And they can, they very well, they should have, Uh they should have, but they didn't. I mean, they're going in, it's 14, seven when it's going to be 21, seven. If KJ doesn't try and, you know, uh, leap from the four yard line to get in the end zone. Maybe he thought he was trying to get a first down. I don't know. I, he had a brain cramp there. That's all. That, that's the only explanation for that.
1: It, it, it wasn't drawn up that he, way. He I'm just, absolutely certain. Oh, it I know that. that way. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it was a, it, again, if he falls to the ground and it's second down and goal, nobody cares. Right. right. The only reason we're talking about it is because it, it, just it just went, went under. Go- okay. Run under. Then he would have fallen down. It had been harmless. it would have been All second right. down. We'll, we'll run a real play here. No, now. no, I agree. I agree. I, but there are a lot of plays in that game where you're just like, man. They, they, this play, I mean, they did a lot of really good things. They did a ton of really good things. They ran a ball for 244 yards, up and down the field, ran as much as they wanted. Oh. That third quarter was bleak offensively, They got nothing. They never had going. the ball well that's, they couldn't uh, hang on to
2: it i mean they had it and they would just give it right well, away the I defense that, was gassed
1: the time of possession in that third quarter was, was, like was 11 and a half yeah it was like, like 11 and a half, half yeah, yeah, like yeah
2: yeah it was it, it was, was bad yeah yeah they they had 21 yards of offense in the third quarter and that's uh that they're not in a position to overcome something like that like this whole thing is offense centered you know i heard Irwin talking about this earlier on halftime like if the offense is struggling the whole team struggles when the offense does something good, it picks up the defense. Like they are totally dependent on the energy and the um and the the attitude, I guess, is on the offense. And when the offense stinks, the defense starts stinking. And then when the offense is good, the defense starts being good. Like it's really interesting. Like they the defense cannot set the tone on anything really themselves. It's all based on we score. We score. All right, all right, we're good. We're good now. We feel good. But when the offense has the ball for three minutes, I mean, that's the whole thing went kind of sideways there. (sighs) You know,
1: they had a chance to win it at the end. Kick didn't go in again. Everybody, everybody, shouldn't have come to that. If if you, if that thing goes through, if it hits the goalpost, it bounces in. Everybody's like, "Well, you gutted one out." Well, but on to Alabama.
2: If they, if it, if the game had gone as it should have, they'd
1: have won by ten, and we'd be talking about game day where they're setting up on Saturday. But that's not Mm -hmm. happening. It'll be at Clemson this week. They are. Nothing's changed for them. I mean, the, the narrative for them hasn't changed. Everything is still in front of them. Everything's fine. Here's the thing that worries me. And Pittman is they've shown no signs of this through two plus seasons. You so can't let AM beat you again. Where you're 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 all well, you can I do don't. all week is just keep thinking about, oh, we coulda, coulda, coulda. You have the number two team in the country standing in front of you. And th- those are creatures that they are going to bring in here this week. And you got the best player in the country on defense. You get the best player in the country in, in, in coming in on offense if that doesn't get your attention nothing I, will
2: I um yeah the the mental fragility is really going to be um and you got to remember this too like they didn't play great in a Missouri State game now, no they won but they didn't play great and they had moments
1: where they didn't play great in this game and then Alabama's coming in here and it's just um the, I don't know I heard some people griping about them dropping 10 spots and I feel like this the the ranking this week was an accumulation didn't play well last week lost this week. That's where I think... And, and again, the AP poll doesn't matter. You win well, this week... No, it's week, not used in anything. <laughs> you win this week, you're back in the top 10. Well, definitely if yeah, you win so this week. Everything, everything mm-hmm. is still there. This week validates
2: if... Because um, I don't know what they want to do over there. Like, do they want to be great? Or are they just trying to be good and not embarrass us? We've heard that a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we've heard Pittman say, you know, we want to... We, it's a proud damn state. We don't want to uh, have fans uh, embarrassed. And yet, when um, at SEC Media Days, when they asked him, "Is Arkansas back?" he recoiled, like he had had a bad, you know, a piece of uh, lunch meat or something. No, 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 no. We're not back. No, 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 no. And what's reflected is in when they get in the top ten, they're one and two. Uh, yeah, one and two. And in the one win, they didn't play good for about forty-five minutes in the game. So do they want to be – are they going to be great under Sam Pittman or is this going to be a really good, solid program that will sneak up and beat somebody out now? And they're not going to, you know, they're not going to go 4-8 and eight anymore, but they're not going to go 10-2 uh, and two either. Like what, what are they trying to do there? Is
1: has to be Roller, up for grabs yeah. because when they play in the top 10, the pressure gets really, really well, tight on them the last two usually, years. Usually by the time they get to the top 10, they hit the heart of their schedule. And there's Alabama lurking. There's LSU lurking. They, they play really, really good teams. Last year at the end of at the end of the season, I thought they were probably a top 20 team. I thought they were probably ranked a little higher, but they went on a long winning streak. I think Pittman said it uh, in his post game. They've won eight out, or t- he said it today. They've won eight of their last ten, so they're eight and two in their last ten. That, that's reasonable. I don't think they're a top 10 team right now. They're probably a top 15 team. They should probably be about 15. Five, 20 seems a little low. Like, I don't th- I don't think the objective is to win divisions and go to the playoff. I think it's just to
2: be solid they're like be good. that's what they're trying to do and they're doing that but you know they get a taste of this top 10 you're right it does coincide with a Georgia game but by the way um in that Georgia game they completely short-circuited in every phase and some of it was not Georgia's fault at all It was all Arkansas it, well, self-inflicted it,
1: it, there. It, it may have just been the red uniforms Georgia was Georgia was really good and they got on them fast. And didn't let them up. Yeah,
2: they could. They, they totally short circuited. Here,
1: here's my question though, and and I get what, I get what you're driving at, which is they seem to when the when the bright when the lights get really really bright, they they have not performed well. They're also two seasons removed from going three and seven, that's, and then you know three and four seasons removed from going back to back two and ten. That's right. They may not be. They may be ahead of schedule as far as winning games that they, they against talent uh, bases that are the same. When they get to the elite talent levels, and I don't think A and M's elite, but comparable talent levels. You know, you're gonna win one here and there. The game was quirky Saturday night. It bounced, didn't go their way. If Cam hits the thing again, we're talking four zero game days in town. Everybody's wound up. But now you're staring down the number two team in the country and possibly going three and two, and everything you did in the month of September gets undone. Yep. Yeah. Mississippi State lurking, BYU lurking. Those are good football teams. And I'll say this again, and I, I, they've lost, they've had three-game losing streaks in nine of the last ten years. The only year they didn't was 2016. I, you hate to say, game four is a must, but man, this you better play well in this. You, this is not one you can get housed in. I don't think that's going to happen. As a matter of fact, I'm certain that's not going to happen. But man, if you can get this one, everything opens back up. You're back well, in the conversation. Well, if you if you if you can
2: win this one, everything I just said is is erased. And you, for once, did not shrink in the big moment. You did not let the pressure affect you. And everybody just kind of like, you know, tenses up, freezes up, and, and all of that uh, all that gets to you. Um, it's a home game. I think there's more pressure in a home game against Alabama. Than, I mean, when you go to the road, nobody thinks you're going to win anyway. So you can play free and easy. It's 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 tougher to play games like this on the home in the home field, I think, because everybody's just sending there with their arms folded going, "All right, do something," and if you don't do something, they're all going to leave at halftime. And if you do, then you know it, it it can that's when it can snowball from a
1: positive. Standpoint you know where for you, you know but, what's getting concerning, and and I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, but they are becoming very KJ centric on offense. Everything revolves around him. He's the best player they I have. I understand that. I understand that. But do we think Alabama's Bryce Young centric where everything if he if he hasn't is not having a great game does Alabama still are they still able to move the ball yes it's like they you you talk about sitting and waiting around for somebody to do something it feels like everybody's waiting for KJ to do something great well defense got to pick it up offense offensively you've got to help the guy out because as more tape is accumulated and coaches are smart guys they're going to start to zero in on simply they. They're going to man you up on the outside. They're going to make KJ beat you. And If KJ doesn't have a good day, you're in trouble. No. no. I I thought he played. I thought he played really well. He ran for 105, I think, on uh, on Saturday. I I don't know. It's just a football game. It's one of those things. Bounce didn't go your way. You know, you're you're four inches from being in a totally different spot than you are today. Yeah, but you're not. Though. I know. Like, I know. That's,
2: that's, that's kind of loser but, talk, honestly. No, it's not. Well, sure, no, it no, is. It's not. Everybody. I mean, that's a, they what, didn't play badly. No, no. But listen. But when when Chad Morris was here, we made fun of him constantly for saying they're ten yeah. yards away from going undefeated. But so we can't. But,
1: but, we can't do. We can't apply the same principle to Pittman because we like him. You we're, know what I no, mean? No, we're talking. But there was a history with Chad Morris. It's not like they played poorly, got blown out by Texas A and M, and you've got to go back and just blow this thing up. Eh, if they had a bounce go the other way. All right, nothing's changed for them. Nothing. Chuck is, I mean, he's been on our show and said it. They have enough talent to go beat Alabama. All right, go do it. Nothing has changed for them. You had a bad bounce. All right, you're three and one. That's still pretty good coming out of the month of September.
2: Our lines are open here at 866-285-4005. So you can get in here on the Ruskin and Zach program cheap sleep got some big deals going on right now at your local cheap sleep location full size mattress special including the mattress box spring and frame it's only 299 gel memory foam mattress set starting at 399 more savings on sofas love seats sectionals get a free split king mattress with the purchase of a split king adjustable at 1599 that's 55% in savings it's all going on at cheap sleep Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith, and Conway. Tell them ESPN sent you and get a free gift at Cheap Sleep. Um, Double D's on the phone here in Bentonville. Double D.
3: Good morning. Good afternoon. So.
2: Uh,
3: general observation. I, I I think Arkansas has looked toward the Alabama game all spring and all fall, and they haven't played well in the first. Four games, three, four games. They played kind of lackluster, you know, but they won. And I think they, like you said earlier, when you win, you kind of covers up all the mistakes. You know, the tackling, the pass coverage, and protecting the football. You know, Pittman keeps saying they're going to work on, but they really hadn't got better on any of that except maybe the tackling.
0: No House
2: Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick 'em contest versus other people for a shot at winning one hundred and fifty thousand plus in cash. Download the app, choose the contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign in now with promo code HTL at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy redefined. And remember to use the promo code HTL because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Let's go to the phones because Joe and Avoca is there. Hello, Joe
3: guys i have got a lot of thoughts on everything right now
1: oh really yeah, we know <laughs> go on
3: I, I don't even know where to start i don't even know where to start
1: okay
3: uh whose bright idea was it to ever start playing down there at jerry's world was that jerry that bribed them into it
2: yeah jerry bribed him into it yeah yeah because they uh they needed money at the time and he was offering it up so you yeah.
3: know well, they he's rubbed up rubbed off on him. All their stupid plays and all those misaligned and everything they do wrong. I I think you can put it the old idiot there. (laughs) Okay, he he probably got a. He probably got Chad Morris hired some way. I bet he probably.
1: Uh, Chad's currently working down in South Florida. He's ruining their program. Oh, they're bad. Yeah, they're really bad. I'm
3: surprised Jerry doesn't have him working for him. Uh, I know he did hire Derek
1: Dooley at one point. Yes.
3: We were we owned Texas A&M in the Southwest Conference, and then we agreed to play them at the Jerry's World, and we've won one game there. One game.
2: No, no. Is that they, they won a couple. They they are one in what, two ten games. They're one in ten since A&M joined the league in 2012. In the uh, well, in the rivalry since
3: they went to Jerry's World, right? They've won one game there.
2: No, they and won. They've... When when, when and was in the Big 12 in 9 and in 10, Arkansas beat them.
3: Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot about that. I apologize. You're right.
2: It's all right. Or 10 and 11, yeah. one of those things. They, well,
3: they... It, it kind of blurs together after that streak there. But anyway, yeah, that was a bright idea. Let's lose all them home games. What's that, six, seven home games?
1: Something yeah. like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah.
3: And oh, what's uh. Uh, I hope they run about oh, seven or eight uh, reverses or whatever to Hornsby this weekend. Uh.
2: <laughs> no, you, you're rooting but for I that, love it. Joe. Joe, we can't it. do that.
3: It, it, it's got to work one of these times. Just that's, keep doing it. You know? you know, just keep just keep trying it over and over and over. Eventually, <laughs> it'll probably work. I'm sure wow. Alabama would be fooled by it. Old Saban, uh, yeah, he's... He's not very smart. I'm sure he hadn't. All right, that yeah. Up.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> anyway, I spent a week uh, last week uh, helping an old boy clear two, two and three quarters acres, and I never got so many chiggers on me. I, I mean, I was ate up. He looked like a chigger man.
2: You, uh, you got to get some bug spray, uh, Joe.
3: Ah, that's for the wussies. We don't do that out
2: here. Okay. We're the country. Okay. All right. country, okay. boys. Okay. Go home. Go home. Joe, uh, anti-bug spray
1: because that's not how they do it in the country. DQ, right. you're from the country.
4: <laughs> I mean, that's how I do it in the country.
1: Wait a minute. You're anti-bug spray? No,
4: I love. I use bug spray. Okay.
1: I was going to say, wow.
2: No, no,
4: that's people use bug spray in the country usually. The
2: um okay. by the way on the AM mm-hmm. thing, they won the first 3 meetings in the Southwest Classic in Jerry World, 9, 10 and 11. Then um m joined the league. They had those 2 years where they went home and home. That was 12, 13, 12 and 13. Yep. And um they lost 9 in a row until uh, last year when they won by 10 and then they lost uh, this year of course by 2. So that's what happened. there. Here's how weird the um, Southwest Classic has been. Mm-hmm. And Saturday was kind of a classic Southwest Classic game. And even Chad Morris got close to winning one of those games. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They lost by seven in 2018 to Texas A&M with Chad Morris. Heck, they lost by four in 2019. It was even closer. That's yeah. how wild the Southwest Classic has been. Even Chad Morris almost beat him. Almost. Almost. Bieleman ever did. Yeah, close. Boy, he had some... They had some gaffes Darn. under him down there. Texas A&M is 7-4 to four in Arlington against Arkansas. 7-4 and four against Arkansas. All right. There you go. Uh, now, Lurch had a note here earlier, and I don't know if it's true or not. Are they really 2-10 and ten in the White Helmets? Is that, that is right? I know
1: they lost to... Uh... Uh, why in Gary Basanova in the white they helmets. They did, yes. And yeah. they had like chrome silver helmets on that yeah. night. No, 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 no. That was the they wore the white up there in Piscataway. Oh, that's right. Uh, right that right, was the right. two, that was the, the That was 13. Was that BLM was the, the Karma game. Oh, was The it? one in Piscataway. That was the
2: Karma right. game. That was in 13. Twelve was when they came here in the chrome right. helmet with Gary Bossa. Gary Nova. Well he, the Bossanova beat him twice. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Is that real though? Oh, why would you even wear the white helmets if you're too... Oh, recruiting! Uh, Jesus, can we can we make some decisions around
1: here based on winning football hey, games and not the bleeping recruiting? Hey, sometimes you know who doesn't mess with their uniforms, Georgia. <laughs> you know who doesn't mess with their uniforms. I'm Alabama. getting a little bit
2: tired of this. Uh, this oh, we do it for recruiting. We, we're playing in Jerry World for recruiting. Well, why don't we? Why don't we make decisions based on winning games and not recruiting? All right, like come on. It's enough already, but we well, will got the uniforms and recruiting. Yeah, well, when you lose, how's that help recruiting? And you're two and ten in the white helmets, is that right? Oy, oy, oy. Come on, already. All right, that's enough of that little mini rant, I suppose. Everything oh, we're doing it for recruiting, that's fine. You got fans out here that want to see you win, they don't really care about recruiting all that much, they just want to see wins. And I know the two are supposedly connected, but I mean Texas has the best recruiting class every year, and they suck. So, and they I mean, don't
1: change their uniforms. They also well, they don't. No, no,
2: They did put numbers on their helmets once to commemorate Again, some sort of anniversary. You're not, you're not, you're not messing James with your, Street look, or something. There, there huh?
1: are things that you just don't mess with. Classic uniforms. Go back to the groby style uh, uniforms. Simple, easy. Yeah. I like those. People were mad when they put the red pants on
2: back in the day, too. And maybe they still are mad about the red pants. I don't know. That's the first uniform discussion I remember. They put on the red pants, and they went to play Memphis in a game that was on FX television, huh. and they lost. And everyone was like, I see red pants. all told you. This was in the 90s. It may have been pre-nut. I'm not sure about that. Like, 96? I can't
1: remember. Oh, here you go. Bond and Harrison. I have no idea if this is true or not. Uh, they beat Florida in anthracite. Never wore them again. Well, they retired him. Yeah. Mm. Only time they beat Florida in, in my lifetime. Well, the Blue Bonnet Bowl, I was like two months old. But nah, still. Here we go. Text of the 501. We need to go back to the 94 Apex Flying Pig uniforms. Let Lock, me tell you block something. that number. Let me tell you something. You, you say that again. I will block you, and then I will call you at 2 o'clock in the morning to wake you up. Yeah,
2: I got your phone number. Don't remember ever that. do that. Remember when you say something <laughs> stupid here on the text machine? Yeah. We have your number. Yeah. Just remember that. We can set this thing to auto call. Yeah. Yeah. I, them, I thought Don't about ever that. say that again. There was someone I put on the, uh, on the dark side last week for some really uh, nasty stuff they were posting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, you know what? I should call him. Well, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I thought about it. I really did. I may still do it. I don't know.
1: I'm not closing the door on that. Yeah, there you go. Text out the 417. Guys, this is coming from Missouri. Simple. Winning games is still the best recruiting tool. Thank you, yes. Hey, win a bunch of games. They Alabama did with their uniforms. It's so simple. Yeah, t- we make it complicated because
2: we have to fill all this time. But recruiting, win games, mm-hmm. it works out. You know the other thing I was thinking mm-hmm. about? Well, how do you fix the atmosphere? You know how you fix the atmosphere? Play big games in your stadium and win them. There That's you go. Do. Yeah, that'll do. Every, every big game. Wake Forest has a loud crowd full on Saturday against Clemson. You know why? Big game in their stadium and they're good. It's it's really easy. We try and we overcomplicate this stuff way too much. Oh, how do they fix the atmosphere? How do
1: they f- yeah, play big games? Play big games and win them. Don't yeah. play <laughs> yeah, Western Carolina. Yeah. Simple. Yeah, it's not more noise. It's not more giveaways. It's how do not we a jumbotron? It's play better games. How
2: do we fix War Memorial? We'll put a big game down it. there, and they're
1: not allowed to do that anymore.
2: Nope. So we're kind of stuck with this uh, War Memorial purgatory. You know, when LSU was down there, Lou Holtz brought South Carolina in there and Carlos Hall blocked that kick. Mm-hmm. I mean, the game, the atmosphere is pretty good then. Yeah. And that yeah. wasn't a great Arkansas team in 2001. They were fine. I think they went to a. Uh, uh, that wasn't Music City Bowl. Maybe they. Uh,
1: I don't remember. Was what. that the, uh, the Muhammad Abdul Khalid they, game where they lost to Minnesota? That was Assad Abdul Khalid. Sorry, that I was sorry. close. Yeah. Maybe that was the Music Number City eight. Bowl team. Yeah. He's a good quarterback. Glenn Mason, quarterback there or coach? I think he was the coach then yeah anyway it's immaterial to all this stuff but uh
2: anyway i mean the guy from missouri
1: figured it out folks i mean it's oh, not that complicated Here's a text uh the 479 uh, dq's father bought his truck in anthracite is that true dq Whoa.
4: i don't think i know what color that is
1: gray like a dark gray yeah your dad is an anthracite truck
2: I mean, Kenny, dark, what are you doing? It's
4: dark gray. Mm-hmm.
2: Chris has a great point. Mm-hmm. It's the social media yep. trap. Doing everything for looks
1: rather than wins. Yes. That's it. Look at me, Louie. Yep. How many of you have friends whose see, lives look great on Instagram but look terrible see, when you See, what's
2: them? fascinating is that the
1: Arkansas is also
2: home to the unicorn in this, which is Eric Musselman. Because not only does he have a strong social media presence, it seems good. Usually you have to have one or the other. You don't have both at the level that he's, rolling at right now. Mm-hmm. So he, Musselman's the uniform because he has an incredibly irritating social media presence and the
1: team's really good. Yeah. So you, you, you mean, take you get them both there. You take the good, you take the bad. You take them all, there you have it. That's right. The facts, The of facts
2: life. of life. That's right.
1: All right. Charlotte
2: well, Ray, everybody. You ready? Okay, it's your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky. I am ready because it is now time for a new segment here on Ruskin and Zach. DQ. I've got thoughts on that. And here now with their thoughts. DQ.
4: Okay, so a couple days ago, um, Rihanna posted that she would be host, or, uh, performing now, let, the Super Bowl halftime. Let's half back time.
1: up, because we told you that it was Taylor Swift.
4: Yeah, which I didn't believe. Right. So and go ahead. We were wrong. So then it was like announced that Taylor Swift turned down the offer to play the Super Bowl, which is fine. That's not actually what I want to talk about. Okay. Um, so obviously, ESPN posted about Rihanna, mm-hmm. and immediately- comments flooding in. Hate hate her. Hate uh haven't had a decent halftime show in 10 years. Not watching, boycotting the Super Bowl because of this. Okay. Um which happens every single year. Sure. And I am so sick of it. Basically, everyone, every old person, hey, hey. I'll hey, say hey. old person. <laughs> as soon as the halftime performance gets announced, They don't even give the performer the chance to make a good performance. They just immediately think that they'll hate it. So that's what will happen this year. And I just want to let everyone give Rihanna a chance. I don't personally listen to Rihanna, Mm -hmm. but she'll do a good performance. She'll put on a good show. Mm -hmm. And I just want everyone to give her a chance before they say, oh, I'm boycotting the halftime performance.
1: As an old person, mm. the counter to your argument, do you remember the weekend at the Super Bowl? That was pretty bad. It was but awful. He, he I, did a
4: good performance. No, he didn't. It was weird. It was dizzying. It was weird. Yeah, it was dizzying. I didn't
1: like that whole no. mirror
2: But it was a thing. good
4: performance, I'd say. Now,
2: as, it, like, the best halftime was when Lady Gaga jumped off the roof. There, I'll say it.
1: What about Baby Shark? No, oh,
2: Katy Perry? I didn't, like, Perry. Perry. I didn't like that. No, I, okay.
1: I like Lady Gaga jumping off the roof. But it a memorable
4: performance because you're still talking now, about we, it. we
1: know somebody him that doesn't like new and rihanna would be new to him see so he will instantly hate it
4: but rihanna's but kind of we
1: do that's what old people do we okay. hate new stuff so i
4: mean i i have some comments on mm-hmm. on like on twitter that i saw um i would love to see metallica or five finger death punch oh good oh, god, god. <laughs> stop it
2: stop it not really interest-
4: yeah no, yeah not interested should have had carrie underwood or shania twain Haven't had a country halftime show in a decade. Do you know why? Mm. No, because you you really want to know why. No one one likes country music. No No one likes country music. Country music music is a niche format.
2: Carrie Underwood would be pretty good, though. She crosses over. She'd give a good performance, but it couldn't just be her. Oh, you don't?
4: And then, geez, can we get someone that's relevant? Which, like, Rihanna is one of, first of all, the richest female performer. In the world. You
2: can't say, get someone that's irrelevant, and then suggest Shania
4: Twain. (laughs) She hasn't put a
1: record out in 20 years. That's that's a good point. Uh, My God, what are you talking about? uh, Man, Bond is texting, uh, wow, the young and the restless with DQ. I'm glad somebody got that. We're working on a lot of levels yeah. here, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't There's have a, to explain it all it's, to it's you. It's multi tracks yeah, here. You see, know, you got exactly. you're listening to DQ. You got yeah. the Young and the Rest. Of- yeah.
2: All right, so you're very. And pro- by the way, Rihanna. haven't had a good halftime show in ten years. Um, last this year's J Lo and Shakira. That was all right. Uh, I mean, uh, we, uh, oh, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. I, like I that mean one. What that, are you talking about? No, Timberlake no, no. did a great one. No, no. He no, went no. in the crowd
1: no, in Minnesota. Last year's was um Dre. Last was Dre and Stupe. I like that one. Yes.
4: But so, it's just so annoying to see, like, to hear this they, argument every single they, year. truthfully,
2: about four out of five are good.
4: Yeah. The yeah. weekend
2: one was a dud. A dud. It happens. Oh, God, it was awful. It, I didn't like it very much. But, I mean, four out of the five, I'm entertained. I really am. And I don't listen to all this stuff. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to top a few moments. that We've all got those moments that are just etched. When Michael Jackson shot out of the stage and then stood there for five minutes and nothing happened.
1: At the Rose Bowl. They
2: just had yeah. the steady cam like walking right. around him and well, nothing that, happened.
1: That was the first year you got a, a performer like that at the Super yeah. Bowl. And that just became a thing. Yes. I mean, we did, you know, they ditched up with people for this. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes. Yes. 0-4 that's... changed everything. They went safe. 0-2. Yeah. The Jan- yeah, yeah. That was the Janet Jackson, Jan- yeah, Justin Timberlake right. thing.
2: Uh, the By the uh, way, this is the year they should have had those two back. As a, like, uh, redemption tour. Right. But I would imagine that... Well, they had Justin back. They're probably not going to have Janet back anytime soon. By the way, uh, apparently, uh, nobody with the NFL uh, knew about what was going on there.
1: Oh. Yeah, that's... Oh. Yeah, that's not
2: good. <laughs> they don't like that. See, here, I believe in the forgiveness, not permission rules. In the Super Bowl halftime... you turn your mic off. It's a fine... <laughs> In the Super Bowl halftime,
1: you yeah. probably need to check on all you, of the you things really you're should, going to you do. You should have that up pretty much on lockdown. With Stakes and, a little bit higher. 130 million people watching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have 100 million people
2: listening to this today. No. No, no, no.
1: All right. so uh, We don't have 100 people listening <laughs> to this lucky today. Uh, DQ will uh, be back Wednesday with five people who suck. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, exactly. I guess I got to come up with some music for that. Yeah, we'll come up with that. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I, I got it.
2: You're all over it. Uh, yeah, I, I got you. Is it bad that I didn't get the Young and the Restless thing until yeah. it was explained to me? <laughs> no, no, no.
1: You knew it right away when I when I played it right away. Well, I knew what the song oh, was, but I didn't get the connection until uh, it was explained to me because I'm not very smart. Text from the 479. I'm ready for the DQ. I have thoughts on that podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there
2: you go. Okay. All right, good first effort from me. That DQ. was good. That I was like pretty that. good. We should probably not interrupt Relevant? her and just let her go. Yeah, we should.
1: Yeah, hey, we're working through the kinks. That's right. This yeah. is a lot li- you know, th-
2: there's no just... safety net here. We're not rehearsing no. this. We're not scripting. It's a live it. rehearsal. There's no eight page rundown here. We no. just go. We're not doing a table read. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> we're not doing a table read. <laughs> All right, DQ. Uh let's uh go to the phones here. Uh Justin is in four dice. Justin.
5: Oh the red bugs. That's right. That's right. Hey, guys, uh, Joe mentioned he got in a big batch of chiggers. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how the Fordyce Red Bugs got their name. Back mm-hmm. when Bear Bryant and them were building the football field, they got in a big batch of chiggers, and the comment was made, if our football team will be at half as bad as these little red bugs are, we're going to be all right. Oh, all right. And it stuck.
2: It did. Yes, it has.
5: Now you, Now you know.
2: Now we know the rest of the story. That's right. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> I've been to Fordyce. You ever been there? Yeah. Yeah, I've been to Fordyce. All right. I've been there. Did I stay? No. I stayed somewhere down there on a Tuesday night because signing day was the next day, and I had to go to Camden and Warren in the same day. Like Camden in the morning and Warren in the afternoon. And um, I can't remember uh, where I stayed, but it may have been Fordyce. I don't remember. All right. Day's in, Really nice. Much nicer than one in Batesville, Mississippi, I have to say. Well, we had a thing at TV for booking Day's Ends, didn't we? Yes.
1: Of course, yes, there sir. aren't a lot of options down, down here. there. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Bubba in Prairie Grove. Hello, Bubba.
5: The artist formerly known and currently known as Prince, I believe it was 2010 Minneapolis. That is the standard by which all other halftime shows are and should be graded by. It was the most epic halftime performance by any artist at any time that was the one the only one to even rival it or come anywhere close in the ballpark of that was Bruno Mars but Prince halftime show that's the standard it gets no better and it is the standard by which all of the halftime shows are judged much like the 91 Whitney Houston national anthem mm-hmm. that's the standard for all national that's anthems That's true You got to have these standards and you got to have artists that can come up at least make a fighting ch- a fighting attempt at getting close to the standard. I don't know if Rihanna's got it in her. Uh don't know if she can bring the goods for that, but that when I think of halftime show, that's what automatically I go to is will it be as good as Prince? Um Dre last year, Mary J. Blige and all all that host, they came close. That
2: was really um, good.
5: But still felt still felt uh fell a good little bit short from Prince. That was the most epic halftime performance ever. R. I p the purple one.
2: All right, that's right. That was in Miami in the driving rain, remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody yeah. was like, is he going to – because he's got those tall shoes on, mm-hmm. boots or whatever they are. Is, is, this, guy gonna... is this man going to fall down? Like, <laughs> the, the stage is covered in water because, I mean, it's just – pouring. It's pouring in Miami before they uh, did the renovation. So, you know, there was no coverage at all, not that there is now. I mean –
0: was How still, many guys
2: passed out from the heat yesterday in that game? Like twelve. A little rough down there. Yeah. Yeah. Humidity got them all. Mm. All right. Yeah, that's 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 one of the best. Absolutely. Uh, I I want to thank. Zach you. Zach loves
1: all. up with people. I do. I am a little offended that yeah. up with people doesn't get that much love. I am. Uh, thank you guys for sending me the uh, the text, letting me know the prince is in fact dead. Thank you. Yes, he is. Yeah. I won't embarrass myself today. Okay. Today. <laughs> Yeah, lost so a lot, lot of show left I, this week. I, I lost right. Hayden Fry last week, so <laughs> <laughs> not feeling great.
2: This podcast has been presented by Bet Online.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
4: You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel.